It's 17 minutes now before 9 p.m. You tuned into Metro FM Talk here with myself, Ayabonga Tawe, on the mighty Metro. And uh, uh, under the microscope this evening, we cast our sights on the world of agriculture. Now, uh, the uh, Ministry of Agriculture, Land Reform and Rural Development and the Minister, Mamutogo uh, Titiza, announced today uh, that uh, distressed small-scale farmers are set to receive government relief in the form of grants in the coming weeks to help them. Uh, through uh, the uh, challenges brought about by uh, COVID-19. Now, the department has ring-fenced 1.2 billion rand for assistance, mainly to target financially distressed small-scale farmers. And I'm joined on the line now uh, by the spokesperson of the Ministry of Agriculture, Land Reform and Rural Development, and that is Reggie Ngobo. Mapolobo, good evening to you and welcome. Good morning, I am the... Uh, I, uh, I got to say hands, Abafo. Morning! I can say that. I hear your listeners. Good evening, good evening. Ah, corner, corner. Thank you very much mm. for taking time out to speak to us. I want you maybe to start off, I guess, before we even get to this ring-faced 1.2 billion rand, which I think many of our listeners would be keen to listen into, especially many of those who are engaged in a micro-enterprise in the world of agriculture or even in uh, animal husbandry, as some people would say. Uh, but, uh, I mean, talk to me about the impact uh, that is anticipated that uh, COVID-19 is set to have on the agricultural sector, which I guess necessitates an intervention of this kind? No, definitely. As you'll recall, that the president announced uh, a 21-day lockdown in response to COVID-19 pandemic. So we, as agricultural sector, we thought, no, let's make sure that there's continued uh, production to ensure food security for the country. Mm. So that is the main reason that we said, look, let's set aside some funds to make sure that we assist those distressed uh, uh, small-scale farmers as well as communal farmers. Okay. Talk to me. I I mean, it's quite interesting, uh, this particular intervention, because uh, you've earmarked small and uh, what I would maybe say, you know, are even micro-enterprises. I mean, people that uh, are turning over... Uh, uh, just less than one million rand here in the enterprises might be someone who's producing crops or might be somebody who's rearing livestock here. Why the focus on that particular segment? Look, we realize that the the, the small farmers, they are also playing a big role in in the agricultural value chain. So definitely we said, look, let's target those because we'll find that they are more distressed because those, if you look at those that are in the commercial space, they even have access to loans uh, through various banks, but the small-scale farmers as well as communal farmers, uh, it's very rare where you, you find that they, 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 they get loans, but also they play a very important role in the production of food, either in the villages or in their small uh, farms where mm. they, 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 they do uh, 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 quite a lot of farming. So that's, that's the intention to intervene there so that at least there's continued production of food. Okay. Talk to me about uh, the form that this support is going to take, because uh, one would think that, you know, if I'm turning over anything between 20,000 and 1 million rand, um, that even, I guess, the quanta of support would uh, probably not be more than a million rand if uh, I haven't turned over a million rand any time in the recent past. Talk to me about how much is on offer here and uh, uh, the mechanisms through which you're going to be able to channel the support to where it's needed the most. Definitely, what what is on offer here is 1.2 billion rand that the department has ring-fenced, which 400 million for will 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 go towards the productive land acquisition strategy. And there are those farmers that are within that strategy that was developed by the department. But then the remainder of that amount will go through to those farmers who are either not 
uh, registered with any commodity organization or they are just farming for their own food or they sell. You'll find that those, there are those that annually when you sell your cabbages or your spinach, you make a turnover of 20,000 rand to up to 20 million. Mm. And then we're seeing the intervention there, uh, those that will be supported are those that are in the poultry, uh, that are producing vegetables, fruits and other livestock, winter food crops. So those are the people that we concentrate more on especially on poultry, those that they do daily old chicks, point of late chicken, food, medication, and, and, and so dust. In the vegetable space, we want to deal with seedlings, fertilizer, pesticides, herbicides, and soil co- correction. Mm. So especially in the food, uh, those who are in the fruit, we want to assist those who are in the final stream of programs for fruits that are ready for harvest. Uh, within the livestock, we'll deal with more with feed and medication. Okay. So the criteria there is very simply one South African citizen who has been actively farming for a minimum of 12 months. Mm. Uh, the reason there, you don't want somebody because they have that government is going to assist and then uh, Reggie wakes up to the tomorrow and says, hey, I'm farming. And they start planting. Uh, mm. yeah, I've be, I've never planted even a single seed. But now because I hear, so we want those who've been farming for a period of a minimum period of 12 months. Uh, farmers who are currently in production, that they, they must be registered on farmer register, commodity database or provincial database. Any of those databases that we, as government, we always register farmers on. Uh, but those who are not on the farmer register will be registered through these benefits. So mm. wherever we find you, will also be able to get an opportunity. We also want to deal with uh, uh, the, the criteria deals with communal farmers. So we want also to get those on board. So all those they also try and produce. We'll find that in rural areas especially. Uh, there are those who plant in cabbages, spinach, and they sell to their neighbors. And we find that indeed they are making a good impact in the in the, in the the community there. Uh, indeed, smallholders and communal farmers with an annual turnover of between 20,000 and 1 million. And those indeed who are applying good farming practices. Those, mm-hmm. that, that is the criteria. But also, we're also emphasizing that the adjudication process will observe the minimum qualification of allocation to the groups. Uh, for the full, for the, for instance, women, uh, we want 50% of women, youth 40%, people with disabilities, and 6%. So you'll see that we are very uh, straightforward with our, our target. Mm. 50% must be women, young people must be on the farming. We want young people to be to come into farming. Farming is must be attracted to young okay. people. Mapolo, mm. I mean, tell me now. So there's this new ring fence, 1.2 billion rand, mm. uh, and it's aimed at micro or emerging uh, micro enterprises in mm. the agricultural sector. Mm. Prior to COVID-19, what form of support does the department have for the same cohort of small-scale farmers that you're trying to target with this intervention? Look, we, we must we must say that yeah, we were concentrating on inputs. Farmers won't be getting any form of cash. Yes, sir. So, no, no. so the question I'm them... asking, the question okay. I'm asking, Reggie, is prior to this particular ring fence COVID relief, oh. right? This is necessitated or triggered by uh, the impact of the COVID nineteen uh, lockdown. So I'm saying mm. prior to this, what form of input support or even grants in the form of vouchers similar to this? did you extend to the same cohort of farmers? So if I was involved in day-old chicks or if I was involved in uh, the feed or Uktofa of Imfuyo, Emakaya, what mm. kind of support did the Department of Agriculture 
uh, a land reform and rural development extend to me? There's quite a lot of uh, uh, programs that are there. Farmers will know. Remember, agriculture is a concurrent function. So the provincial government, uh, the provincial department of agriculture, they assist uh, farmers with various programs. Yes. You'll find Ili Malitima, one hectare, one, uh, one card in one hectare. There's quite a lot of programs that are there within the provinces that are assisting farmers on a daily basis. For instance, the Productive Land Acquisition Strategy Program is a program of government that has been always there assisting farmers. So there's quite a lot of programs that farmers are exposed to uh, other than this uh, uh, intervention during this COVID uh, pandemic. Okay, all right. No, no, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, and maybe talk to me about, uh, I guess this is in kind, right? Uh, you know, I heard mm. a lot of people... Uh, misunderstanding this earlier, thinking, you know, uh, 50,000 is on uh, Pagatin. But talk to me about the form that this kind of support takes and some of the partners that you're working with. This is indeed a grant, and people will be able, I guess, to, to get vouchers that they can go and redeem. Who are the partners that they're going to be able to redeem this at? We are working with various retailers. The intention, your, your, your boxers, but the intention mainly is to, in this uh, period where there's a lockdown, to make sure that farmers don't travel long distances, they don't spend money on transport. So we are working closely with the retailers within the communities where the farmers are, mm. so so that they can be able to walk and go to a boxer and produce a voucher and get that voucher uh, and give the, the retailer the voucher, and then they get the input that they will be have been allocated uh, to based on the adjudication uh, outcome. Okay, all right. How quickly do you think you can deploy this? Uh, you announced it today. I mean, if I'm sitting, uh, uh, you know, all the way in uh, uh, KZN or even in the Eastern Cape or the Northern Cape uh, and I'm farming, how quickly will these resources or this feed or even uh, a fertilizer, herbicides, pesticides, seedlings uh, uh, and all manner of other things, how quickly will those reach me? We were anticipating this process of the of farmers applying. It will open on on the eighth, which is this Wednesday, mm. and it will close on the twenty second of April. Immediately after that, the adjudication process in various provinces will kick in, and we are anticipating that by the end of this month, they should be able to be uh, accessing all these uh, vouchers, and then they are able to get their inputs so that they continue with production. Mm, okay, and uh, and then let's let's just talk briefly, I guess, about the access points here. Um, or maybe before we get to that, um, there's the burden of proof on people on their end or documentary evidence that they need to provide in order to be able to get this. You had indicated you have to be a South African, have to be farming, uh, you have to fill out uh, uh, and um, uh, an application form. But also there's other obligations here. Your farm operation has to be able to create permanent or seasonal jobs. Uh, but you also have to be able to provide evidence of the income measures that we're speaking about. Mm. No, definitely. We, we will be having people, extension officers, that will assist in farmers in terms of producing evidence that is needed in order for you to, to fill the form and provide the, the society documentation that is needed. So indeed, we'll be able to have, they will have people that will be assisting in various districts, uh, in various our offices, local, provincial offices of agriculture and rural development, our national offices of agriculture, land reform and rural development, there all the the access points for farmers to get to be assisted, to fill the forms, to be told what necessary uh, documentation that they need. For instance, we may, I may, if I make an example, somebody who, a farmer who's making a turnover of about 20,000 rand, uh, uh, 20, rand a year, 
sometimes you might find there's nothing, but that person can be assisted to go to the politician and make an affidavit. The extension officers will be assisting the farmer to verify what they do, and then they make an affidavit as a supporting document to say, indeed, the farmer has been fronting for 12 months and he does make this profit or whatever amount that is amount to about 20,000 francs. Mm-hmm. And uh, just lastly, uh, you have spoken about extension offices. I also saw in the statement that you shared uh, that applications close on the 22nd of April at 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be considering any uh, applications, but also you're saying that there's a limitation on funds and not all qualifying uh, farmers will be funded. And I guess uh, that's very important to underscore here so that there's alignment on expectations. But mm-hmm. uh, one gets a sense that uh, I guess the channel of extending this because this is a concurrent function will be through your uh, provincial uh, uh, rural development and land reform uh, entities here and uh, mm. uh, you've also listed the details of some of those entities so uh, maybe what we'll do is to share that on our timeline for all of our budding uh, uh, farmers who might be listening into the show so that they're able to access this uh, this kind of support Definitely. La- last question then on my end before we let you go um, I guess uh, you know, th- this wouldn't be open to people who are in agriculture but sit outside of the, uh, I guess, the, the primary production space. Yes. Okay. Come again? No, no, I'm asking. So you wouldn't extend this to somebody, for instance, who uh, is in the livestock space but might not necessarily be in the rearing of livestock, maybe Muntu uh, or, you know, or somebody who is a supplier to that agricultural sector. You're looking for primary producers here. Yes, we're looking for farmer producers. We want people like, for instance, those who are in the livestock, we said we want to assist them with feed as well as medication so that they can be able to sustain themselves during this period. Okay. Before I let you go, there's this requirement here that uh, if uh, this is the case of fruits, vegetables, or winter crops, proof of mm-hmm. access uh, of a water license or rights uh, to be able to access that water or a borehole or any other source. Uh, isn't that a prohibitive requirement? I mean, if I'm, uh, you know, farming on trust land or communal land, uh, as Lali, um, I mean, many of people wouldn't even, uh, I guess, have access to that kind of water licensing framework. Uh, how would those people be ab- able to navigate that requirement? No, I think, I think that the farmers, that it depends on the situation. That's why we are bringing our extension officer so that they can assess themselves okay. how the farmer can be assisted because... Some of the requirements that are required from commercial farmers might not apply to, to small-scale farmers. That's why we have our people so that they can be assisted in terms of providing minimum of whatever that is required as a, mm. as a criteria. Okay. Yes. All right. Mapolo, Azishi Elapo, Putum Dala, we'll have to leave it there. Pleasure catching up with you and big thank you for making time out to speak to us. Thank you very much, Mapolo. That there was uh, uh, Regine Nobo. Uh, he speaks on behalf of the Ministry of Agriculture, Land Reform and Rural Development. Uh, uh, speaking here about the COVID-19 Agricultural Disaster Support Fund for smallholder and communal farmers. And uh, yeah, targeted between anything uh, or targeting smallholder farmers uh, whose turnover is anything between 20,000 and 1 million rand and uh, 50,000 rand in-kind support here uh, to assist in the procurement of inputs uh, to uh, make sure that those who are planting winter crops or those who've got day-old or or those in the poultry business uh, are able uh, to uh, not only continue with their operations and uh, continue to retain those jobs, but are able to ensure that uh, our plates continue to have food on them. Certainly an interesting intervention there, and I would love to hear from you some of your experiences uh, in being able to navigate uh, uh, that uh, support uh, platform uh, to access that support many of you already would have gone to the SMMESA platform